0: Who, who do people perceive as being legit?
1: So before that, there was a, there's a quote of a uh, psychologist, which he says that's because he doesn't lie or talk down to his audience. So many people believe Joe has, like, it's not lying to the people compared to the media. Like, if you see this tweet from Dr. Eli David, and it says journalism before now, like, before the journalist would always go to to the subject and ask some questions but now there are journalists that are going to the people and I think that's what Joe is doing Joe Rogan Yeah
0: you get a yeah. little 2 or 3 minute sound bite that's just basically a platitude that somebody has memorized and they go on all and them and everybody else that's trying to get the th- same thing accomplished they all repeat the same platitude mm-hmm. and it looks fake when you listen to the news and the reporting and reading teleprompters it looks fake and it sounds fake, but when you watch like a two- or three-hour podcast on somebody like Joe Rogan that is uncut, unfiltered, unedited, and whoever the candidate happens to be, or the politician, they're able to articulate their positions and explain their thinking, whereas you just don't get that in traditional media. And when you have so many different... Things have happened in the media over the last several years like the Russiagate thing, the um, – like the, the Hunter Biden laptop thing where the media just said, oh, it's Russia disinformation and it turns out that the laptop was legit and I know the FBI was announced last year that they were looking in to the laptop because there's some pretty disturbing things that were found on it but in the middle of the election, the media is going, oh, it's not true. It's Russia disinformation but after the election – Now that their guy has won, now they report on it. And that's the kind of stuff that just happens over and over and over again. And I mean, trust is the hardest thing to get and it's the easiest thing to lose. And when you have people in the media lying on purpose to your face or lying through omission by just leaving out certain facts and only telling you the things they want you to know, and it's happened so much on the left and the right that People's Favorite Pundit has got caught in lies, you end up – I mean if you look at the numbers of Fox, of CNN, MSNBC, I mean all of them, their audience share has plummeted this last year. And you look at somebody like – like you know, give an example was like the, the horse dewormer stuff. Like Joe Rogan, Iver, Ivermectin I think he was he was taking. Everybody on CNN is going, oh, he's taking horse dewormer and trying to delegitimize what he was doing and lying about it when they had uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta on, and I remember Joe talking about that. Joe's got a bigger audience. He reaches more people than CNN. And so normally 10 years ago, when the news would lie about something, most of us assumed that it was legit, assumed it was real. And now you look at with the internet and Spotify and YouTube and different podcasting, you can't, in other words, there's other voices out there that you can listen to mm-hmm. and people just – like, just like the quote that Estefania read, people trust Joe Rogan because they feel like he's not lying to them. Yeah. He brings people on. He lets them speak in their own words without interrupting them and just – and then the person speaks and then the viewer, the listener can decide whether they agree with it or not or they think it's legitimate or not yeah. what the person is saying. They're not saying. telling them how to think. They're just showing a different way to think and that's what I like about it too. It's the authenticity. You don't you don't feel that in any other things. You actually, it's just two people having like a conversation most of the time, and then you just take the important bits.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's just like human connection thing too. The authenticity is huge.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because Rogan, when I was research- researching in the article, he has like 11 million downloads per episode, and even though Spotify does not release his viewership numbers he was saying that he sometimes gets 200 dollars per month and with 18 episodes per month that averages to 11 million per episode so you have so many people 200
0: million a month you mean
1: uh it says 200 yeah 200 downloads
0: Two hundred downloads. Two hundred. I, mean I think it was two hundred million. Two hundred thousand. Well, if it's two hundred million downloads, and you've got multiple episodes, that would I mean, make would sense. Say, so yeah. that averages out to be about ten or eleven million people total per episode.
1: Mm-hmm. And his his viewers are younger. It's like the younger viewers are there compared to like cable. Everybody is older and they they watch it, but. Yeah, that's yeah. the other
0: thing with cable news. You're right. It's all mostly older people that are watching it. So like your generation like, I, I where, don't watch CNN where, where, or where, Fox where, where, or any of that stuff. Where do you mostly see CNN and Fox being played? Either, like the doctor's offices. There's like just general areas where there's throwing something up on the TV. The audio is not even on. So a lot of it is just dead viewership. They're, mm-hmm. just, not, they're just it's on because it's on.
1: Mm-hmm. People just
0: have TVs on in places. So it's not even like att- attentive viewers. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, he has the highest um oh yeah Tucker Carlson was still number one in the fourth quarter of twenty twenty one and major and rachel Maddow. Ma- Maddow still has the most popular show from a network other than fox and also it's down in a chart that I have that I screenshotted to show the difference, but let me see if I can show that really quickly and then. Well, anyways, in the bullet point, in terms of demographics, Rogan also beats a popular late night show format. The average viewer of the late show with Stephen Colbert is 42.3 years old and with an average of 2.95 million viewers. And Colbert hosts the most popular late night show. So he does host a popular show, but still the average is there. This is what I wanted to show you, the media ratings so the 2021 media ratings average viewers per show the millions and you have joe rogan experience it's number one has 11 million views then it's tucker carlson tonight the five hannity fox news primetime average and the list goes down and you can see that the the numbers start to go down so joe rogan's experience everybody likes it everybody loves it the Younger View, other that's people seeing
0: it. I mean, so Joe Rogan's got 11 million viewers per podcast episode. Tucker Carlson, who's on Fox News, he has 3.24 million. The Five, which is on the Five at Five, I think is what it is. There's five different people mm-hmm. on. That's a Fox show. Hannity, 2.94.
1: 3.24 million and 11 million. That's a big gap right there. It's a huge gap.
0: I mean, he literally has more viewers than just about everybody else combined when you look at, like, primetime news. Mm -hmm. I mean, 10 years ago, this was I I mean, it's just amazing how – I mean, Joe Rogan started his podcast 10 years ago, kind of like how we started out, just having some friends and family over, just kind of shooting the shit and talking about different things, and it continued to evolve into what it is. It started out as something fun to do, and that's how most great things – that. Start out. It just started out because hey, this would be useful. Or this would be fun to do. You know, repetition is the mother of skill. He's been doing it all his time, and he built his audience over you know last decade or so. Plus all the the fear factor and the UFC fights and all that stuff. So people have come to trust him because they feel like he's never going to bullshit him. He always seems like a guy that's trying. What's the what's the bottom line? What are the facts? And like old school, like when I was growing up, you still had Walter Cronkite. He was in the twilight of his career, and and I remember uh, who was it? Tim Russert, who used to be on Meet the Press. Even this day, I I don't know if Tim Russert was a Democrat or a Republican or Independent or what he was. He would just he didn't matter. No matter who was on the show and Meet the Press, he would challenge everybody that was on there. You couldn't really tell what his politics were. He just yeah. got everybody to talk and say their piece and challenge them. And but now everything is so partisan you know fox obviously leans mostly right and then all the rest of the stuff leans left to uh, like far left and as a there was a quote i saw on twitter the other day and i can't remember who said it but it said if we don't know what's real we can't resist i mean we as a one of the things i mean, think dwight eisenhower said is that politics should be the part-time profession of every american and if you're busy working a nine-to-five job, you come home, maybe you've got a half hour to catch the news, you want to be able to be informed on what's going on because you're, you're going to vote based on that. You're going to make choices that are going to affect your life and your family's life. And you just want the facts and the information so you can make an intelligent, informed decision. You know, we were talking about this earlier today. There was a, um, the, the chief editor of the New York Times a few years ago. He was a, at uh, some kind of event speaking, and he was up on stage, and – obviously you graduated from UM with a master's in journalism and what's what is a journalist supposed to do what is your job as a journalist
1: we're supposed to find the stories tell the story be a storyteller that's our job literally to get our the the facts straight also
0: to basically tell people the facts so they can make an intelligent informed decision and so the chief editor of the new york times is saying and there there's a video of this and he says our job is to make society better. This is like you know the oldest, supposedly most credible newspaper in the world and the guy that's making all the editorial decisions say our job is to make society better. That's fucking bullshit. And that's why people don't trust the media. So he's, a, he's, a, he's an advocate. He's selling a narrative. He's not trying to inform you of facts. He's trying to tell you what to think and how to think. It's ridiculous.
1: So according to the Gallup poll, there's a total – 36% in total in the U.S. have a great deal or fair amount of trust in mass media, which means that it's been the lowest for U.S. It's lowest on the so right. basically only
0: 36% total, Democrats, Republicans, independent combined, feel the news is real. And that's why I was talking about that quote. If we don't know it's real – we can't resist. So if if there's so much lying through omission, meaning they're just because the media picks what they want to tell you and cuz they're trying to get you to believe and think a certain way, so you'll vert, vote a certain way and support certain things that they want. And if the majority of people, you know, so what is that? 60 so 64% basically don't trust the news, that's a problem. You know, the quote that's on the back of all my books enlighten the people generally, and tyranny and oppressions of body and mind will vanish like evil spirits at the dawn of day. You know, like Dwight Eisenhower said, politics should be the part time profession of every American. Well, most Americans don't have time to dig through all this garbage, and they come home and they, in the past, we all trusted the media, but with the advent of social media and YouTube and everything else, and guys like Joe Rogan were able to. F- to start to wreck and when the hoaxes get exposed, the media hoaxes that have been exposed over the years, it's understandable, like most people don't we don't really believe what we're being told. We think, oh, it's got an agenda. So if you if you don't have if you got bad information, you can't make an intelligent informed decision. Like the quote says, if we don't know what's real, we can't resist. So if something is being done or presented to us that really is not in our best interest but what's told to us that are the facts, which is actually false, we're making decisions based on false information or fake news, if you will. Because if we had known the truth and what was really going on, we would have voted another way. It's just like in Congress when they vote on laws. These, you know, you got the lawyers and the lobbyists – of the campaign donors of the biggest campaign donors are the ones writing the laws and presenting it to the politicians and these things get dropped on their desk in the middle of the night and then they show up for work in the morning and they got a several thousand page bill that they haven't even read and they just they vote on it they don't even know what the fuck they're signing if you did that in the corporate world you'd end up in jail you'd be run out of the corporate world you don't, Nobody signs a contract and doesn't read what's in it, but yet it happens every day in Congress and in the Senate. They just sign things all the time and none of them have even read or looked at. It's outrageous.